With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. We've got off-season Yankees baseball coming at you live from 161st Street. Let's get after it. Last episode was the all-time Yankees draft. If you haven't checked that out, make sure to check that out. That was a fun time. Good We've time. done it before. We did it again. Did it with Andrew and Nick from Bronx Pinstripes and George's Box. We did a vote, as you guys all probably have seen. Murphy took home the victory this year. He, his, your team was actually disgusting. Wait, me. Murph won? I didn't see that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, shit, I came in second. That shit was rigged. Andrew came in third. You came in dead last, Damon. That was rigged. Yeah, you screwed yourself there, my friend. I Screw myself how? Because I picked the best team ever and people didn't agree with me? It's clearly... Put Aaron Hicks yeah. and Gardy. I mean, I don't know. Team. I mean, Gardner is a you got Gardner's an all-time Yankee. You can't you can't say otherwise. Yeah, but no. And I picked him like second to last. He's an all-time Yankee because he put he played for so long, and every year he had, he's like an average. But he, he has some great years. Yeah, before and he's, he's played for so long, so he's all-time Yankee because he puts in like a little bit every year. Versus what we're going after, where you're getting guys who are having their best years and we're getting it's their It's not like I was, go- I was going after these guys. He was my second to last pick. I get it. But when you have guys like Aaron Hicks on there, people hold on to that and they don't give you a vote because of it. So you got to... I mean, you picked... I came in you, second. You I don't want to hear it. Because I don't, you picked right. big names and... Uh, <laughs> why are their names big? Because they're good. I don't know. I mean, Nick End Swisher, Glaber Torres, End and Aaron Judge. Nick Swisher, big locker room guy. He responded, big, he responded to it. He said, names, My team that was got the best. more love because right. they're bigger names. We're done dead. with this. Can't find but a weakness do. on Murphy's team, though. Your team was Can't. good. That's why it won. So now Murphy gets some drinks while we're at Billy's next time, if we're allowed to go to Billy's. But yeah, see you with that being said, we do have some Yankees news because last time we didn't talk about any <clears> Yankees <throat> news because there really wasn't any. So that's why we did the draft. But first thing on the docket, not really Yankees related, but Charlie Morton goes to the Braves, and honestly, I, I bring this up, I wasn't going to talk about it, but I would. I thought the guy was going to retire, so now that he's not retiring and he's going to another team, I would have liked to take him. I would have preferred him versus, like, I mean, I know we're not bringing back Paxson and who knows what's going on with Tanaka, but I would have liked Charlie Morton. He, I he daddied us, so I would have liked a nice year out of Charlie Morton. There's a five in the rotation or whatever he might be. I would have liked him. I didn't want him. You don't want him? No. What was the like contract? Does anybody well. know? At least he's Rally- not. It was a one-year deal. Yeah. Huh? At least, I said at least he's not on the Rays anymore. You don't have to worry about him just talking us in the AL East every year. Yeah, speaking of the Rays, too, what's what's going on with Blake Snell? Why are they throwing his name on the block? I, I don't understand it. Charlie, I mean, Blake Snell is their ace. I think it's this classic. They're playing uh, They're playing Moneyball. I know. I think he, they. he's too good, and they got to get rid of him now. Like that. Is it that quick? 
like before his ceiling even hits, they're like, okay, he's, he's, he's too. He's, we don't we, we don't have enough money for him, so we're gonna get rid of him before he do, even becomes like a. Oh, do they think they got one of the smallest though. budgets in the in the MLB? They got to do that. Do they think that Focus was down. like their their year to try and go ahead and win it all? And they didn't do it, so now they're just like, not giving up, but in a way like. No. I think I, it's exactly what Murph said. I think it's they're they're selling before he even thinks about commanding some kind of money. You right, but in in a way, you're not really you know if you're trying to win next year, like that's your guy, like pay pay the man. You think him getting pulled in the World Series had anything to do with that? Maybe a little. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, I, I don't think it's petty. I think it's just the Rays being the Rays. I think the Athletics would do the same thing, guys, and they will do the same thing like they have done. But I don't know, just weird, weird to me. I don't want him. I mean, I, I he's a scumbag. I don't want to see him in pinstripes. I don't care about how how good he's been, but. I just thought that was interesting. I thought we would bring that up. But back to the Yankees, obviously the catcher situation is always going to be talked about. And like we've said before, don't know why everybody is so high on Gary hitting off 17-year-olds. Like like Chandler said, like he hits a home run off a 17-year-old Dominican kid in the, in the Dominican League. And it's just like, oh, Gary's back. Like, no, he's not. I see some DMs and a couple of my friends from home were sending me pictures like oh gary looks skinny it's like we've been down this path before don't give me that bullshit because him skinny last year and going into this 2020 year and he had his worst season that we've ever had so i don't want to hear skinny gary i don't want to hear that i don't hear anything about gary unless it's gary got benched like quote gary got benched for so and so like that's that's the only time i want to hear his name in a sentence but there are two options that have been trending Recently, since these are honestly the two most talked about things in in baseball recently, uh, Yadier Molina is asking for like a multi year deal. He's pretty old. How old is he? Like thirty eight, six. Thirty eight. I know he's asking for a two year deal. <clears throat> yeah, he's asking for a two year deal. I don't know the stats off the top of my head. If, if somebody wants to look them up, but I, honestly, while you guys are looking that up, my thoughts thirty eight on thirty eight. But like. I, I didn't look Kratz too deeply into him. Kratz didn't do that bad. Yeah, but so uh, he, so last year he had 145 at bats, batted 262, which is about 150 <laughs> points better than Gary Sanchez. <laughs> and he is, I mean, for 38 years old, he's still got it. See, here's my thing with him. I don't think he's going to command a very big contract. I think. See, here's the thing. I don't think. We're getting him to be like a, a be-all, end-all, like this is going to be the starter, like this is the solution, anything like that. I think we should get him for the sole reason that it's almost like, I was talking to Damon about this before, that it's like a Hail Mary last chance to teach Gary something on how to catch from one of the best to ever do it. Like They may split time, they may do whatever, it might be Higgy also, but if you bring in that guy who has been one of the best defensive catchers we've seen, mm-hmm. and he can just like two-year deal like if he can't teach Gary to catch nobody can teach Gary to catch and I think that's why you bring him in and if Gary ends up playing like garbage and you got a guy who could still kind of do it a little bit he's never been so well known for hitting he's always going to be well known for defense I haven't looked too deeply into the defensive stats but I'm sure he's He's also probably a career 260 270 yeah and you're getting him for defense and I don't I'm not big on Gary at all and I'm I'm so cool with getting rid of Gary, but I think this would be like the last hoorah. Like, if he has anything in this tank, Gary, I think Yadier Molina is like the last 
thing that, I think could, he, that could help him learn how to catch a baseball. I think, yeah, I agree with that. But also, it's kind of like you don't you. I, I mean, I like Higgy, but I don't think he's an every single day starter. And like, I I know obviously the the Higgy and Cole relationship is here to stay. And the days where Garrett Cole's not pitching, and you kind of need somebody else to fill that void. And if Gary Sanchez is sucking, then you know, I think a, another catcher to work with Gary Sanchez to either help him get better or replace him if he sucks is kind of necessary. And Yachty's like a veteran guy to come in. It, it almost seems kind of perfect. And if Yachty's not the guy, maybe another veteran catcher can come in. You're thinking that if we get Yachty, we're keeping Gary. Like, there's no way he replaces Gary for a couple of years while we try to figure out who's going to be behind the dish for the future. That's what I, think I, that's think. Kind of, I think that's kind of pointless. If you get Yachty, then Gary's gone. That's what that. Yeah, yeah. I think, but well, why, I, I was well, just bringing though? that up. I was bringing up as like a maybe it doesn't mean that Gary's gone. I know most people would think like you're bringing in Yachty. Like I don't think Yachty. He's not a replacement. He's a, he's I don't a think utility. He has enough in the tank to even be the full starter for a full 162. I, I'm so cool with if like if let's say we do get Yachty. I'm so cool catching by committee. Like you know the running back by committee in the NFL. I'm so cool with one third, one third, one third. Split it down the middle. Catch with. I mean get. Uh, Kyle Higashioka gets the Tanaka game, not the Tanaka game. He gets the Cole games. Yachty and Gary split time elsewhere. Like I'm so cool with that. Murph is shaking his head beyond. Like, what do you think about that, Murph? You hate that. The catcher is like the quarterback of a baseball team, and Bullshit. if you had a different quarterback every three games, that t- they basically you ever heard the whole saying in football? If you have two quarterbacks, it's not you really the have same none. as a. If you do three catcher committee, not only are you taking up three roster spots with catchers that are only that aren't even going to be ending up DHing because they're not really good at hitting, like especially good at hitting where they're going to fill a DH spot. So in that sense, carry two, sure, carry Higgy and then carry Gary or Yachty or whoever else you might bring in, but don't keep Gary if you're going to bring in another catcher. Murph, but here's my thing: like we're already gonna. It's either we have the the like the personal catcher starts or it, 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 here's my question to to rephrase this is Higgy your everyday starter? No. Okay, so we're catching by committee no matter what because they're going to split time between two people, right? Because there's going to be the per, the personal catcher starts. So then, and I'm just saying like I'd rather have a catch by committee situation. I get it. It's not you don't have a quarterback if you're catching by committee, but I'd rather not have just like the worst, like, Ryan Leaf of the quarterbacks, <laughs> which is Gary Sanchez, versus, or just, like, David Carr, like, the worst quarterbacks to ever do it, which is Gary right now. I'd rather catch by committee than than have a, a shit catcher. And like I said, we're already sort of going to catch by committee because of the personal catcher games. So now why not two. throw one more in the mix? You can do that with two catchers, but why with three? Yadier's a stopgap. I mean, the, the last two first-round picks, the Yankees both used on catchers. So, I mean... Gary's not the future. Yeah, but the other guy, yeah, clearly the Gary's in the future. That other guy, I forgot the other kid's name. Then why pay him $7 million to be a catcher third of the time? The Arizona kid. Maybe DH here and there. I forgot. But he's 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 going He's going for arbitration this year if we keep him. Can Jason Dominguez catch? (laughs) What? All right. I said, can Jason Dominguez catch? We could probably teach him how to do that or I don't know, whatever. But I'm just saying, final thoughts on this. I think it's possible to catch by committee, and if, and if it's not, my thought is try it for the first half of the year, 
that's Gary's last chance. And if Yachty just outplays him, then Yachty splits time with with uh, Higgy. Or, or you yeah. see, I, I think maybe Chandler you play the three, and then you, and you find out the hot hand, and then you play. It. I think it's just that's just too much focus for a position that isn't going to be the deciding factor in the season. If you don't have a stud at the position, you gotta just you gotta. You that's why you do committees. Gary's sixty you games away from stud catcher. You don't need a stud yeah, catcher. He had a right. bad sixty. Enough games. of that. On to the next catcher that honestly is. Is it good? I, I last thought. I'd rather oh I'd rather Higgy be the everyday starter than to have three people rotating around. Final thought. Higgy be the everyday starter than Gary catch thirty games. We're also okay. not talking about James McCann. I was literally gonna try. You were the worst because I was. I had a nice transition. How that was I give me in the James McCann because it's on my wall. You can't see it, but I got yeah, the next. Here, the so Damon, is it on the wall? It's on the wall. It's on the wall. So, I James it. McCann, before we were rudely interrupted and I didn't have my sweet transition, which I already forgot. But the solution that is honestly the opposite of the Yadier Molina catch-by-committee situation, James McCann, his name has been floating around as the Yankees having a lot of interest in him. And I, and I obviously see why, because this is a guy who can actually be the quarterback of a team. Last year, yeah, 289... Here's a guy, Murph. <laughs> we'll do the Chris Collinsworth slide. And I was waiting for Damon to say it, but he didn't. Now here's yeah. a guy. Three, three times is repetitive. <laughs> but here's a guy. <laughs> Four times. <laughs> but here's a guy who batted 289 last year, 360 OVP, only seven home runs and a 144 weighted runs created plus, which is 44% better than the average catcher offensively. He's a good defensive catcher. He is a, a person. I changed it up. It's not here's a guy. He is a player that can be the everyday catcher. And he was the everyday catcher on the White Sox. I guess they want to go in a different direction. But I would be all over this. I have been saying to you guys forever, I'm so cool with Gary, just giving up on him. I've been saying it, and I don't think there's many people that oppose me. I don't know if you guys do still. Maybe it's the every offseason situation with Gary like you don't see him play for enough of time so it's like ah maybe he'll be good next year like you you have enough yeah. time to like you know think that you have a chance it's like when you're rooting for your favorite team like you're rooting for the Jets Murph and it's like ah maybe we have a chance today like just because I don't I don't I don't root for the Jets anymore I don't want to talk with the Jets at all either way they're going to go in 16 it's going to be great but, but I am I'm, I'm in on McCann too I think he's like he's only 30 years old and rising talent he's an all-star He's an all-star. I think we get better value. I know we're not talking about Real Muto too much, but just to compare him to Real Muto, I think he's a way better value. Yeah, I don't want Real Muto. Kind of I don't want Real Muto to take. Yeah, because I feel like Real Muto is kind of out of our price range for this offseason anyway. Yeah, and you could probably you get rotation. Yeah, and you could probably get McCann for not that much. Like he he is about a rising guy, Gary, but yeah, and I'd rather pay McCann than Gary. And um, I mean, both of them are kind of in. <laughs> Uh, a spot where they're looking for for different contracts. See, here's here's the thing with him. This is I've been beating this like a dead horse. It's just like he is exactly what we want or what I want at least. I'm done with the home runner bust mentality. This is a catcher that is batting 289. That's what I want. I want more DJ LeMahieu's in the lineup. I want to just be able to hit the ball, put the ball in play, and then you have home run hitters that can put the ball over the over the fence. You get the short porch. You got guys like DJ who can still slap it. And yes, I'm assuming that DJ is going to be a Yankee because, and we're not going to talk too much about D- why isn't DJ a Yankee because I think he will be. I think that we've it's it's been expressed that he is he favors New York and we made it a top priority to go after him. So 
I'm going to go under the assumption that he's going to come back. And yeah. if that's the case, if he is coming back, we don't necessarily have the most money to go out there and make big splashes. I'm not expecting to see guys like Trevor Bauer, guys like uh, JT Romuto, like you said. Like I'm expecting the signings like a DJ for us like the lat when we signed him like dj we were looking at other players like machados and and harpers and we went for a guy like dj who kind of like flew under the radar but he was Panned a great out. he was a mm-hmm. great signing and it panned out and it was so well worth the money and then it works out for us i think yeah. james mccann is exactly that at the catcher position yeah and i i just i just love it and again it's it breaks up the lineup he is a catcher who can hit for average it's just another person in the lineup. Like there are so few people on the Yankees team that can hit for average, yeah. and James McCann can be one of those guys. He could be in the middle of the order. He's, I think he's a righty, right? Yeah, he's not a lefty, so a th- that doesn't help our situation. But I mean, it, it takes Gary's bat out of the lineup, and that helps. And that helps. And like I said, I have been. I want the Yankees to shift towards that because that's what works: getting the ball in play. I'm done with the home runner bust. We have a few guys who are going to be on this team for the long haul that are going to be home runner busts, so we might as well pick and choose places where we can get rid of that because we can't just overhaul the whole team. But this is one of the spots where we can give up on Gary and we can get some production. Like in Moneyball, they say, like, what's the best thing? You, what does he do? What best? He gets on base, and James McCann gets on base at a 360 clip. So I'm I'm all in on James McCann. If I had to choose the James McCann situation or the Yachty, I mean, this is no-brainer. I'm going to go for the James McCann. And... With that being said, I think just to play out the offseason, how I would do it and the way I think it's going to shape out, especially because we see teams like the Phillies who lost $2 billion and like we know the Yankees are similar to that. And I've been preaching, like I don't think it matters that much to the Yankees because we still are the Yankees. We're going to make money next year. I just think everybody relatively got poorer, so we still have that much more money than every other team. But like I was saying... I think the way this plays out for the Yankees, we go for a guy like James McCann. We get a couple of good arms like the Darren O'Day, like I've been preaching. Darren O'Day is still at the top of my list. We bring back guys like DJ. And honestly, I don't know about you guys, but the more I sit here and the longer the offseason drags out, the more I think Tanaka's coming back. Just because I I personally would like to see him in pinstripes. I, li- I like Tanaka. I was, I was okay with letting him walk. Just because his arm is hanging, like he's he's a walking Tommy he's John. He's a walking surgery. Tommy John. Like he's been putting it off for years, and I don't want to just sign a bad contract. And I don't know, but you know, if we're not going to get a guy like Bauer, we should probably bring back at least Tanaka. Let Paxton walk because that guy has done nothing for us. And you bring it. You have a bunch of little splash signings, like the two big signings. I would say, big ish. Big one will be DJ. Then you bring back Tanaka for a team friendly deal for like two years. And then you go and get a couple guys like the James McCann, Darren O'Day, and a couple other like arms, and th- that's my perfect offseason. And that's not asking too much. I think that's very possible. Where do trades fit into that, if at all? Trades, if at all. I'm, I've read some. I, you go ahead. I've just seen some pretty interesting hypotheticals, especially for pitchers. Um, and I just kind of wanted to run a couple of them by. It was it was less like. Go. Um, who the Yankees would give up to get said guy, but there were talks of bringing back Lance Lynn, Yu Darvish. Um, there was one for uh, Anthony Rizzo and Yu Darvish, and 
trying to think a couple other ones. I, I guess I could go look for him again, but like, is there any situation where you're trying to trade? Obviously, the Lindor thing we've been talking about, too. For an arm like Lance Lynn, do you bring him back? And at what cost? For, for Lance Lynn, no. I'm not, I'm not getting away anyone, any big names for Lance Lynn. Oh, Lance Sonny Gray. Doesn't do it for me. Sonny, Sonny Gray, Gray, no. We tried that. that didn't sale. work. Same thing with Lance Same Lynn. With Lance, Lance Lynn, Lynn but Sonny then they turned around and they were both incredible. Yeah, but they don't... They I, didn't do well here. For I'm reason, only I'm only okay with giving up like, you know, a big name guy like a Voight or, uh, you know, let's just say for lack of better examples, Andujar or Frazier or whatever that case may be. I'm only giving those guys up if I'm getting a Lindor, a Bauer, you know, another big name. Bauer's not a trade, so it's just Lindor. I'm just I'm just throwing names out there. I'm, okay. I'm just I'm throwing examples out there. Just premier talent. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to trade for a Lin. Yeah, well, Lin's a free agent. I thought wasn't he? Oh no, he's no. That's no. a decision trade. He's got one year, and then he's going to be free. Yeah, what I'm really but trying to say is just like, like it, I need to have some sort of like give and reward. And there needs to be like big, big value guys in exchange for, for big value potential. I know Lance Lynn has been like the one of the most effective pitchers the last two years, but I just don't believe it. Like, no, I, I've, I've, I've have you watched down, a game where he pitched? Yes, I've sat down and tried to figure out what the hell he's doing. You watched Rangers game. Just because I wanted to find out what was going on, what is I haven't like, seen this is Sonny just Gray an enigma to me. I, like what was happening that this bum is just the, one of the most effective pitchers in baseball in the Cy Young conversation. I don't know why I call him a bum. He's had a very. I, he just good doesn't. He was shit. He was, he us, he was like just bum. mediocre with the Yankees, and then he That's got. That's why, and he kind of looks like he wouldn't be good at baseball. Him. Yeah, he doesn't look like a ball player. He looks like a, a I, I more see. out of shape Jabba Chamberlain. Yeah, and it's just. I don't see it. I don't see it with him, and I don't get it, and I don't want to do that again because I know, I know if they go and they go get Lance Lynn, he's going to be shit for us. I don't care about his numbers on the Texas Rangers. He's going to be another Sonny Gray. I was going to say, feel the same way about Sonny Gray? Yes, 100%. We tried it. Sonny Gray has an anxiety thing, which I feel for the guy. I have anxiety, too. Like He clearly can't do it in New York. It's just just his thing. It's in his DNA. He does well in small market. That's also, it. if I'm sitting great, I don't want to come back to the Yankees. It was a <laughs> terrible experience. <laughs> Why for would me? I want to do that? I'm good. If I'm, like him, I'm good, I'm good off the field I'm every good other in game. Cincinnati. Maybe go back to Oakland. I don't know. Homecoming. Yeah. I, they don't want to come here. It's just yeah, three reps, my friend. But yeah. like we're saying with the theoreticals and trades, I know we've talked about it before, but I, I still stand firm on the only trade I want to see is a trade for Lindor. There's no other trade that I think that we should give up any prospects for. There's no one really yeah. catches my eye. And for if it's I Lindor, agree. I've seen some hypotheticals, and they're talking about adding Glaber. If Glaber's in that deal, I am not. I, I, I take it. I send it back. <laughs> yeah. Like Michael and Scott. If, and if, 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 use... it's, if I get sauce on the top, I send it back. Yeah. If it's burnt, I send it back. No, <laughs> I don't want any... Glaber Torres involved and, in that. And team. listen, if Flamengo comes back, we've, it's a broken record we've been talking about. But if Flamengo comes back, infield, I'm good with the infield. Move on the pitching, get the pitching locked up, and let's move on. I want oh, like oh, overkill yeah. pitching. Yeah, what I want like yeah. Zach and get rid of Glaber. Do you do that? No, Glaber's not leaving my team. No, because Glaber. Here's the thing: he had like, I would, some would say a down year in a 60 game season, so his value isn't as like star power as it was at the end of like the 27 to 2019 playoffs and 
that's just not his value. I know he's going to be no, a he, fucking stud. He, he's gonna, he is essential to be the, a Yankee I don't want to see Glaber leave. I think he's way better defensively than people give him credit for. He's a young player. He's still he's our age. He's, like, 20, yeah. he, he's born into second. You can't give a guy up that had an amazing rookie season, a okay season, but just because he had an amazing year before that where he are downgrading his I mean, second the kids season. On a, the kid's on a Hall of Fame pace. We've yeah. been saying that. Like, Look at the early years. I mean, he just made the All-Star team he's twice gonna, in a row. He's he's show. I'm excited to talk about him on a roll call because that's going to be a fun yeah. projection for what For those of you do. who don't know, who are just tuning in for the first time this season, once we get closer to uh, the beginning of the season, once the rosters are locked up, once we know who's actually going to be on the team, obviously we're just projecting here. But once we, it's final and we know who's on the team, we do individual mini episodes, which e- with each player release them like every other day, fifteen minutes, just dissect the player, project what they're going to do this year. Those are a lot of fun. We we're actually just talking about those before. So once we know who's on the team, we'll get them going. Those are obviously a lot of fun during a time where there's not much to be talked about. But like I was saying. The only deal I want to make is for Lindor, and if Glaber is in it, I say no, I send it back. But if other guys, like, I, I honestly, I don't want to see Clint go, but people have to understand that, yes, people are getting, like, Mookie bets for not too much, like guys like Jeter Downs and uh, I, don't, I don't know who was in that deal, but other, not like the, not Glaber Torres. Is that, like, you don't see names, like, everybody knows Glaber Torres. We didn't see a guy in that trade and be like, oh, yeah, they, they really lost that trade. They got Mookie Betts, and then they locked him up, which is the big thing of this Lindor deal. He's got one year. you got to make sure you lock him up. And I think of all the teams that could put a good trade together, like a good trade package, a good enough one for them to accept, and a team that can lock him up, which makes us interested in said player. Like Other teams that are involved that I saw, I read a lot of projections about this, and like the um the reds are involved and like the reds probably can't lock him up so they and they probably don't have the best package to offer and like other teams like that and like the angels are in on it too but like can you lock him up you probably have the worst trade package to offer too and the yankees have a good trade package to offer you can give one of clark or devy i'd probably rather give up clark cuz devy looks better at this point i know it's early for both of them but I'd be cool letting go of a Clark, maybe a Clint, and definitely a Void. I am, I am so cool with getting rid of Void because of the sell high situation. He's never good. In my eyes, he's never going to be better than what he is now. And again, this is me playing franchise mode right now, playing GM. It's getting rid of another home runner bust arm, another righty arm, another righty bat. Excuse me. And you're getting a switch-hitting stud Lindor coming off a low season. He didn't have the best year, but he still won a gold glove. So you're getting great defense up the middle. You're getting Gio on the left side. And then you bring back DJ. you got great defense in second base. And if you don't want to put him at second base, if you get rid of Voight, actually, DJ slides the first. Glaber's at second. I know we've played this scenario out a million times in our head. But I just... And I think people have to understand. We put out the polls to see who was like okay with getting rid of like Clint and guys like that. I think people have to realize you're getting Lindor. You got to be okay with getting rid of a guy like Clint and getting rid of a guy like Clark. That's that's all I'm saying. Lindor is one of the best players in the league. He's the best shortstop in the league. Clint Frazier forever. I get it, but <laughs> and I'm the, no, I, I'm I the biggest Clint Frazier guy too. Like, but dude, if we I'd be a bigger we, Lindor guy. Whatever whoever guy makes us win, we can trade with whoever. Whoever I don't give a fuck. 
What but are you even saying? I'm just saying I want to win. But I know what you're saying. You don't just win, though. you got to make the right moves. So what yeah. do you want to do? Do you want to... The reason I'm saying that is Would you give up, Clint? I, if I could see into the future... Are we going to win, Damon? If I could see into the future <laughs> and I could say... If you could tell me in this trade clause that the Yankees win the World Series if after signing okay, Lindor and we give away Clint... doesn't happen. Why are we even saying this? Because I'm just... I'm playing out scenarios in my head. If that was part of it, then yeah, for sure. So every time we talk that's about a very trade biased. situation in this, on this podcast going forward, just be like, listen, if we're going to win, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> end, end the podcast right there. End of the episode. Basically. No, nah, I mean... Murph, is that cool with you? <laughs> be a lot shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Move on. Clint, would you, uh, would you trade Clint? I called you Clint. Murph, would you trade Clint? I got Clint on the brain. I'm honored. I'm honored that you called me Clint. But, um... Uh, it's got. I think it's just got to be the right deal. It's got to be the right package. Like Voight Clint Clark for. Lindor. He's not untouchable. I'll say that he's not. Untouchable. Voight Clint Clark. Voight Clint Clark. Lindor. No, absolutely not. Not both of them. I'll do it. Uh, no, it's not. It's not, it it's not the need. Him, maybe it's not the need. Oh, you can if never you had, guarantee. If you throw Polizak in there, then definitely they they will never do that. But but it's not the need right now. I want if I work. It's not the need. If we're going to who give doesn't away, need a short a switch hitting shortstop because best shortstop in the league that can hit for power. On it's both unnecessary sides. to give away those two guys because they're already great players, and we already have a. If we sign Lemayhew, we already have a solid middle infield. I'd rather give away those guys for a better like all star pitcher than get it get the giving away for Lindor. I think if we trade for Lindor, we don't bring DJ back. Yeah, I, you think I, that? I, I don't that, think that's but, the case. But I'm saying if we, but if it we doesn't gearing, cost money, it costs prospects. It does cost money. Sign it somebody else prospects. instead. Of, well, you, because you, because Glaber can move over and play second. He, you, people argue that he's, you know, more like naturally a second baseman because he played so well in 2019 over there. And then Lindor is a Gold Glove shortstop. And then what do you need DJ for? To play secondary position at first, or Glaber gets bumped out. So you need DJ to hit. I'm not hit, arguing that. I'm hit just the saying daylights that, out of the ball. Hit, hit a I'm just saying if they title. go and trade for Lindor, if they sign DJ, I don't think we need to trade for Lindor. And if they trade for Lindor, I don't think we need to sign DJ. Personally, I'd rather see them re-sign DJ than trade for Lindor. But I, I don't too. think we need both. I think we need both, and here's why. Because the alternative is every other day you're hearing, I don't know if the rumors are true, but the Dodgers, who just won a World Series, are looking to get Lindor or Arenado. And if that's the case, I give up. Like, that is literally, like, the Yankees. Like, back in the day, old Yankees get just a super team. Like, they would have Bellinger, Mookie, Arenado or Lindor, Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw. They, like, they'd have... One of the Max Muncy, I can keep going. Like they would have the scariest team I've seen in a long time. I'm fine with that. That makes Corey Seager available. Let's go get Corey Seager. Is he a free agent? No, but I mean he's their shortstop. You trade for Lindor, then. Well, but he would be in the trade with the other team. They're not trading with us. They might. They might want to make the boys of 161st Street happy and send them over. <laughs> Listen, if I could, get, I mean, but he, there's another thing. That's I don't want to be on that end. Like, like this is obviously hypothetical. Just, We're not getting Corey Seager, but the way I do deals is I don't want to be on the end of a of a buy high. Like Corey Seager's price tag is as high as it'll ever be, and that's why I'm looking to get rid of Voight right now because I'm almost like the Rays are. Like 
Blake Snell, oh, you're doing well, get out of here, that sort of thing. Like that, I kind of want to adopt a little bit of that mentality, not so much, but a little bit. Like, that's just basic stocks. Buy low, sell high. That's it. Damon doesn't know how to do that. He bought Moderna and sold it before the vaccine came out. So yeah, it went up talk about it. Just today. dumb. It went up like 20%. Who buys, who buys a stock for the sole reason of it coming out with the vaccine Listen, and sells is, it before the vaccine comes out? I don't, don't want to talk about it, okay? That's it. It's over. Back to baseball. But <laughs> I just thought that was funny. He's, he just looked at me today. He's like, oh, look at this. The stock uh, doubled. To, <laughs> I would have, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Either way. I'm just saying if the Dodgers get either one of those two, I think... I think Manfred needs to step in and do a little bit of a of a of a Chris Paul trade block situation when he, when he got traded to the to the Lakers and they were like, "Nah, you can't do that, super team." Won't happen. It's baseball. You don't think so? That's Free baseball, market. Susan. <laughs> I don't know, baseball. dude. I, I'd be scared. The whole point, the whole difference between especially the MLB and the NFL and NBA is that you can buy players in the MLB. If you can afford them, you can have them. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, If they're going to go out and get a Lindor or an Arenado or, God forbid, both, if they do, I don't know they're not going to do that, but if they get one of those two, why the hell can't we get Bauer? If they're playing hard, like, we're getting Bauer, we're getting DJ, go get Simeon because who cares? Like, any, I don't, like if they're going to do that, then we got to play. We're playing against them, so we got to match what they do. So if they get Arenado, then we have to get Lindor and DJ. And that's that. this honestly is a little bit more of a real issue than I think obviously I brought it up as a kind of a joke, but we're looking, we're like, there are our main foes going into this year, like them, the Rays and other people. But like, if we're going to win the world series, we got to go through them. And if they're going to just be leaps and bounds better than us by adding, they got, they win the world series and get better. We need to go, get both Lindor and DJ. That's what I think. Let's win I'm the just, American League. I think it's in the wrong. I just think it's in the wrong. Yeah, but space. like, what you win the American it's League, and then year. and then what happens? You lose to them, and then we start over, and then we get here next year. We're sitting here on November thirtieth, twenty twenty one, and we're like, okay, now what do we do? And I look at Chandler, I'm like, fuck you, because I wanted to go get everybody, and we didn't have to wait a year just to rip it up again. And we're like, oh, should Gary start next year? Should we give him another chance? No. And the team after twenty twenty one. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I, I, I think I'd have to put into a home. Like, there's no way that my brain could handle that. We need to win. I, that's, I've been saying I for the longest time, I don't know how you can just be like, yeah, this works, run it back. Like, there, we have to go out and do it. And I think all of you in this room are complacent with this team, and it's clearly not working. Like, I, when did I say I was complacent? Two years ago, Rella. When Machado and Harper were on the block, and we were having a debate on whether we get Machado or Harper or both, and everybody was all mad that we didn't get either of them, would it really have worked out much better if we were paying Machado or Harper $300 million right now? Probably not. So it's easy to say. But we're not yeah, talking about some, we're not, But we're not talking about somebody getting $300 million. We're talking about a trade for this year, win now, and if you don't want to bring it, keep them, then you fucking yeah, I'm saying that, you win that, a World I'm Series saying and you're that happy. The win now isn't a guarantee, and then a year or two later, you can look really, really stupid on a win now mentality. You look really stupid right now. Or you look stupid just sitting there and with your thumb up your ass and you do nothing and you just go it's another not- decade without making a World Series. But you're, you're, I just because you didn't you're try. You're putting the efforts in the wrong place. If we're gonna do it, I keep saying that. Why? Because we need pitching. You don't. We don't need another shortstop. We have a shortstop. It's true. I'm with you. Dan. What was our biggest issue? Pitching, hitting, 
on hitting winning the playoffs. I would check the tape, David. We couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Right, but we couldn't fucking pitch <laughs> we couldn't either. Pitch. Pitching was not the issue. Oh my lord. Bullpen was are the we, issue. Are we getting into but we're getting right Darren now? O'Day already said that. I can't I think we've argued more about starting pitching and bullpen than we have about hitting. We have hitters. They care. just sucked. I don't care anymore. There is nothing we say that will matter with this team. We've we've said what we said. Now if the Yankees don't do it, which they won't, we'll just be upset and we'll react to it. That's that's it. Now we talk about Domingo. Domingo is apparently ripping it up in the fall league and wherever he's playing. He's playing against And he had Domi- four innings, <laughs> no hit in his debut, ninety seven miles per hour. Do we care? Uh I, I just I don't know. It's a that's up to how. If he sits down with Domingo in the offseason and he truly thinks that he's changed, I'm all for second chances. You know what? If he if he sits down and this guy's reformed his life and all that, give him a shot. If not, see ya. Bye. Murph, what do you think? I know that he hasn't been in any contact with any teammates, any anything since the incident two years ago and he's basically been maybe not away from baseball but away from the Yankees for two years so I don't know I'm really glad I'm not making the decision on how he's gonna be incorporated in the Yankees program or if he is at all but you're not gonna get a lot if you're gonna try to trade him letting him go is really not gonna do anything I think that you gotta is he in your plans for obviously we don't have the decision but would you be like do is this just Noise like him, everybody was like freaking out about it. Like, oh, he looks great. Like, great. He may not be on the team because he's a scumbag. Listen, like, if he's as good as everybody says he is, and that's oh, all we saw. True, what he has. I'm saying no. I'll take it. I'm saying no. And I, here's why. I think he's just a scumbag. I don't. I'm. I'm big from second chances. If the second chance is worth giving, I don't. I don't like that shit. I'll go broader so, than sorry. that. I'm a little stitious, and I don't want that bad energy in my team. I don't want that bad energy either, Damon. I'm that, with you. If Are that you happens, Chapman bad energy. Thing, or? Uh, well, I, I, yeah, and he sucks now. <laughs> Are we just gonna nitpick everything? Like, I didn't. I, I didn't have the dis- like. I didn't have the choice there. Like, I. This is a you don't have a the situation. <laughs> no, but I, but like no, but the situation is pre- we wouldn't do a podcast then when Chapman did a bad guy thing. Now we could talk about it. We could decide what we would do. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have done it with Chapman either. So you wouldn't circle, have taken Chapman back. I think I think it's a scumbag thing to do. I don't like if her mom comes out throwing one of four. We'll talk that. about Believe it. Me. I Believe know. Me. I know the whole thing in sports and if talent. Always gets a second chance. We'll get Antonio Brown right now. I don't. I don't think every that, half the football players. I don't in the think that that should happen. I'm not it's, a person who thinks that people like that should get second chances. Because if I did that, I don't have a job ever. Like, why do why do athletes? Well, you get don't a throw 105 chance? miles an hour. I don't give a shit. I'm with you, but that's not. I don't think that's the conversation that we're really kind of getting. At. I think everybody can agree that that's a horrible, horrible thing to do. But it's more realistically, what are the Yankees going to do? Not what would you do. I'm it's just not saying. Like I think I think question. we could do it's without what, him. What are, what's the smart thing yeah. to do with him? Especially I think we could do without him. I, yeah, I, agree. I don't think we need him. I also think it's like very far on their radar. Like we've heard nothing, and I don't think they're gonna. I'd be. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't say a damn thing. Like, and they just well, let him go. Like, I. I don't even think it. Like, I, again, I. If we heard nothing ever again about him, I would not be surprised. Fault. And I, I, I actually okay don't that. think that we need him that much. He had he had a bunch of wins in his best year, but wins don't mean anything. Seventeen wins don't mean shit. We had we put up twenty runs a game behind him, and I would I could get a win with my left hand. I'm a righty. 
Anyway, just saying, I be, I pretty much trust whatever the Yankees front office. I, see, that here's here's the reason. Another reason why. Obviously, you know how I feel about just him as a person, but we don't need him because we have. I'd rather see guys like Clark Schmidt and Devy get their chances. If they are on the team, they don't get traded. That's, that's really, just true. It'd be really cool if we could trade Domingo, but nobody wants not. him. I know. And that's the same just, thing with I'm just saying with it'd Gary. be cool. That's all. Gary's got no trade value. Domingo's got no trade value. Andujar has barely any trade value. Facts. Everybody wants. Everybody thinks these guys are just going to get us Lindor. It's like no, nobody wants them. We'd give. We'd get a like a bag of nickels and a vending machine back. Facts. Anyway. That's it for me. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? I gotta go watch the Eagles get fucking slapped on Monday Night Football. Uh, no. Yeah, what time does the game start? Uh, in like 10 minutes. minutes. I actually bet the I bet that they would win outright, so. Yeah, never. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they They're already down 14. <laughs> Carson Wentz might get pulled. I hope we get some it's Jalen Hurts news soon. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. So, that's it from us. Bye. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya!
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.